fashionably late Queen Elizabeth II once said, Wow, that's a real fucked up bear. Hey guys, welcome back to Disorganized, a Criminal Minds podcast with your head janitor Z, your assistant head janitor Laura, and still the lowly intern Eris. And this uh, episode we're going to do part two of season seven of Criminal Minds. Usually we do we do favorite and least favorite episode the first episode, <laughs> and then we kind of just discuss things in the second one, but we just had so much to discuss that we're kind of all over the place. Yeah. So, I we're disorganized. <laughs> <laughs> I we're on the off-roading in a Tumblr mobile. <laughs> yeah. In a bus. In a bus. <laughs> in a Tumblr bus. <laughs> when we kind of got derailed in our conversation, I was going over the last of my favorite episodes, because I guess I really liked the season more than you guys did, which is weird, because, like, watching the season, I wasn't like, oh, this is such a good season. Just, like, looking back at the episodes, mm-hmm. I ranked mm-hmm. them kind of high. Um, Foundation, I gave four stars, which is the one with, um, the boy that's been kept in captivity, and the the daughter is, like, I think I remember seeing a boy in chains at my house. The Company is a really good one, and, uh, Hit and Run, I rated four stars, too. Mm -hmm. So those are, that's the end of my list. Yeah. I mean, you were, you were talking earlier last episode about how um, some of them you watch and you wish that they were like books, mm-hmm. so that they, they, they were fleshed out more, there was more to get into. That's what I wished for the company. And mm-hmm. I actually full on, I, I had, once again, I don't know, I'm just like really good at out-of-body experiences lately. Mm-hmm. Out-of-body experience of like, what if it was a book called The Wives? <laughs> As like I, like, I wanted to get more into how that worked mm-hmm. and how those systems could break down mm-hmm. because I'm a little bit of like, I know that they were holding their children hostage. That's what's got, and then I was just like, oh, but man, there are so many ways to just secretly poison your husband. <laughs> the, <laughs> like <laughs> The company is based off of a real case. Cameron Hooker and his wife, Janice? I didn't write it down. I'm, I apologize. Kidnapped Colleen Stan. She was a hitchhiker. They picked her up uh, with their baby in the back seat, and okay. so she trusted them, went home with them, and um, as soon as they got into the car, he put a head box on her uh-huh. and weighed 20 pounds. Then they got home, and he put her in a, um, in a box under his bed and kept her for seven years. Oh my and, god. And um, convinced her that the company was a real thing, and uh-huh. he even had her sign paperwork agreeing to be his sex slave. Yeah. So it's based off of a real thing. Like, okay, it really happened. And I read the book. Like, yeah. I read it when yeah, I was no, a teenager. Sure. Like, okay. the, it was like a true crime, like, about the incident. And I remember reading it as a kid before this this episode came out, because this, this came out in 2012. Uh-huh. And I would have read this book in, like, 2010 or so. So okay. I remember when this episode came out, I was like, yeah. oh, I know everything that's going on here. Like, yeah. I felt so involved in the episode. Yeah. Like, <laughs> that, that, the t- real case was just one couple with a kidnapping not like a, a multiple mm-hmm. yeah because like in this episode that's what i was, it was like they had like multiple, multiple. people mm-hmm. yeah which i was like if you've managed to convince this many individuals that like i was like this is kind of an interesting like fucked up mm-hmm. power dynamic kind mm-hmm. of thing here like i want to see the wives <laughs> like um but anyway yeah no I, I that that one was interesting i wish derek I think I think I'm with Penelope. I wish Derek wasn't such a fuckhead in this one a little mm-hmm. bit, because like I do understand, and I don't necessarily see how. I don't know if any character would have reacted well to have a family member, like not just have been missing for eight years, but also like be found and then spur them away, like like mm-hmm. she like like she had to. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it was like he was full on. This is obviously about me, and Penelope's like, "You're not fucking Batman." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I really like that um, 
they didn't just drop the Cindy thing with that episode from last season. Yeah. Where he, was, where he told his aunt that it was yeah. that it was that, that guy on the coast, on the east right. coast. Again, I totally understand why he did it. Mm-hmm. Because she was spiraling. Mm-hmm. And he's like, she needs closure or she will hurt herself in mm-hmm. some form or fashion. I also like Hit and Run, which you said you wanted to talk about. Yeah, well, I, I like both of the last two episodes. I mm-hmm. like Profiling 101 because I would definitely attend that lecture. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, I also, like, I like that episode, but I also kind of want to riff on it just a little bit because I'm <laughs> like... So you had nothing to do that week. So you all got to just go hang out mm-hmm. on a college campus. Yeah. Get their own podium. Right, right. <laughs> right. Like, you know they rehearsed that shit. Because yeah, they were they like platforming then. <laughs> I know. They I was did. like, this is... They spent that entire... Like, I don't even know where they were. But yeah, they were definitely like... All right, I heard that Rossi had to take off, you know, for this. Be like, yeah, can we just all schedule that in? Be like, all right, everyone, call your secret numbers. No murders this week. Right? And then the wig budget alone for that episode. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, because I was like, LOL, trying to make Rossi look younger. Um, I thought that was hilarious. And then we're doing all of this time traveling back stuff. I guess all of those past episodes was just Gideon's day off. Yes. Like, he, yeah. just, he just wasn't there that day. No. Yeah. That's fine. He was, he, or he was in the bathroom every time. Like, we just kept Stop missing him. him. <laughs> it was, it was the, the once a day, you know, the once, that was once a year day where, like, a migratory bird, you know, so he was like, mm-hmm. yeah, it's his, it's his yearly day off, you know, yeah. he has to go look at these birds. <laughs> one day he takes and off. One day he takes off. <laughs> but I, I like how it's, it's kind of like, it, it's a little goofy. It's not taking itself in, way too seriously in some of the flashbacky stuff right. but it kind of hits on this note at the end where like oh it's his birthday yeah and now he has to because they, they fought it, it keeps happening right in the future yeah. like episodes. every year so every yeah. year you're gonna you know we're gonna come keep coming back to that um so it it, it it's you know you're like aha look at those wigs ha ha like oh <laughs> but like yeah. it ends on this like serious note mm-hmm. so like, that man, I just what a wanted to mention thing to that do to a person. <laughs> right <laughs> there, there are two things about that or three things really about that episode but the student that Rossi asks the name Zimmerman of, <laughs> that Zimmerman is the name of one of the reoccurring writers <laughs> yay I was just like look Zimmerman's like now like my favorite cryptid like he just needs to, there needs to be a Zimmerman in like every crowd yeah, yeah. you're like um excuse me <laughs> Yeah. Also, Rossi calls Thomas Yates, the unsub from this episode, the most prolific serial killer they've seen. What about Frank? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> right? I, 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 wrote, I wrote that down, There's right? There's a and lot then, of most prolific. <laughs> <laughs> Later, okay, so in, in, um, in Frank's episodes, um, they're like, oh, he must have a hundred victims. And like that's why they're like he's so prolific. In this episode, in this episode near the end, he was like, "We found a hundred and one victims." Yeah, <laughs> he beat Frank. Guys. He beat Frank. The record's been broken. Ding 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 ding. <laughs> I was like, "Oh, okay. There, there you go. You explained it. You explained it. That's fair. That's fair." <laughs> Yeah, no, I, 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 I thought that too. I was like, man, you have a lot of most prolific series, yeah. least, don't you? <laughs> yeah. It's a supernatural slash DBZ problem where you have, like, power creep. The the first they have to solve Armageddon, but, like, oh, but they renewed for a new season, but Armageddon's already been solved. How do you get bigger than Armageddon? <gasps> Armageddon 2! They're eliminating! <laughs> and what if we had aliens? And now we have double Armageddon! This is somehow worse than the first 
last one uh, where you just like have to keep like going big. Yeah. <laughs> Supernatural. Yeah. Yeah. DVD does in the anime world that does the exact same thing too um, where it's just sort of like this was like a, a guy who could shoot planets with his eyeballs or like how do you get bigger than that? A guy who can shoot universes? <laughs> <laughs> it just gets stupid. Yeah. I feel like that's what Criminal Minds is doing with the serial killers. It's like, like season 16? This guy killed four guys. Man, that shit, like this guy killed a hundred guys. Oh, this guy killed a hundred and one guys. Like that's definitely more. Rossi's going to get to the point. I haven't watched the, the reboot or whatever season. Evolutions. Yeah, I haven't watched that one yet. But I, I now my head canon is that like you know they call Rossi and Rossi's like I don't get out of bed for less than one hundred and two bodies. <laughs> yeah, I mean you're gonna have to come back. To, oh four? Eh, no, no, that's let someone else handle it. <laughs> okay, okay, but like I know a mass murderer is when somebody kills a lot of people all at once, usually mm-hmm. with like the same method and device. Mm-hmm. So like in order to be a serial killer, you have to like the most, most, most prolific because obviously there's a ranking system. <laughs> there um, is. You have to kill the population of a small town, but not all at once. Right. Individually with different types. Yeah. yeah, but you have to like systematically go through an entire small town. That's how you get through the most. I think that's the new FBI board. That's mm. where the bell dings mm. for the new one. Because yeah. <laughs> it's getting ridiculous. But yes, I do also really love Hit and Run because it's it's basically their movie. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. I mean, oh, yeah. And I didn't even think about it until like close to the end. I'm like, this this episode feels long. And then I like click the pause button. I'm like, oh, hour and a half. Because it is a yeah. movie. Mm-hmm. It's a little cliche in parts. And like, it's a little goofy. But I do kind of love it because it it's the same thing you were talking about. It's one-upping itself within the episode. Yeah. It's like, oh, Will gets called in. He's going to be in a shootout. Oh, Will's a hostage now. Will is strapped to a bomb? Yeah, like, two timers. Will is having a bad day. Right? <laughs> He's I having a real fucking can't... bad day. And Emily is just cool as a cucumber there at the end. And mm. she's just like, I didn't know think it bro we just like either we were both gonna die or we were both gonna live so i took a chance i like i love that part especially because like emily had that i'm cool as a cucumber except i could like pageant brewster is such a fucking good actress because she's also like (laughs) Don't show me panicking. Don't show me panicking. Yeah, it's gonna be because of... Oh no, I feel like it's gotta be easy. Yes, oh, fuck. I mean, everything's fine, Will. And I just love her. Like, I'm fine. I'm calm. I'm collected. I'm literally peeing myself. But that's okay. I like that she was talking to herself out loud. Like, obviously, yeah, she was talking to yeah. herself out loud because yes. for our benefit. TV, yeah. But yeah. I like to think that she was sitting there, like, like okay, get your head in the game, bro. <laughs> it's go time and Will is like there is no more in the game I can get she's like I'm not talking to you <laughs> yes yes but also, because that's me <laughs> but also JJ gets to be a badass mm-hmm. for like two minutes had at the end and I'm like legit feelings with that <laughs> slow-mo as she knocks the bullets out and then she yep, unchambers yep, them I was yep. like JJ I mean I literally I was like and this is in front of her son. That kid is not going to get to get away with anything mm. after this. Mm. Like, oh. she could just look at him and he'd be like, oh, God, I, I know what you do, Mom. <laughs> You're going to roundhouse kick me. <laughs> I know. I, I'm, I, I'm going to my room now. Bye. I, I 
poor Henry. <laughs> because he's going to be like, like, listen, if he's straight, he's going to be like, but can my girlfriend do... No. I, he's going to have some mommy issues. He's going to have hella mommy yeah. issues for the rest of his life. Because yeah. his mom is legit a superhero. Mm. <laughs> she got the world to go slow-mo. Like, <laughs> like come on. <laughs> but we have learned, apparently it took a whole ass bomb to get JJ to agree to marry Will. <laughs> you know how fast we could get married She's now. She's got her standards. <laughs> it takes a world-ending event before I will agree to marriage with anybody. <laughs> Here we are. I just, I think the shit. <laughs> it cracks me up because... Fucking, this isn't the first time they've been blown up. Or, like, right, at right. risk yes. of being blown up. Right, right. It's like, she was just pregnant with Henry. Yes. Like, Hotch got blown up in a car down the street. Right. <laughs> Everything in JJ's life, you know all the major changes are gonna involve bombs somehow. She's like, pregnant with Henry. Boom! Bomb! Wedding! Boom! Bomb! <laughs> Yeah. She's gonna like start like a Pavlovian response. There's gonna be an explosion, and she's gonna be like, "Who? Okay, all right. <laughs> like, so am I so am I pregnant again? <laughs> Is uh, I'm gonna start like calling like we're gonna check with the oncologist. Like, hey, do I have cancer? <laughs> no, we're clear. Okay, good. I gotta start like, rolling down the Rolodex. Some people cut their hair when they go through big shit. Right. <laughs> Other people find excuses to be in explosions. <laughs> <laughs> together or are they it's just a nerd con because they also oh, talk okay. about star trek too do they okay yeah. we'll see i missed that little bit but they are dressed as doctor who yes. characters mm-hmm. um and they end up leaving because kevin brought a date <laughs> to the con that he knew garcia was going to be at that's another that's mm, another thing small interjection okay he can't marry garcia and then he can't find another woman like kevin like we- you need to you need to leave the FBI. That's a <laughs> yeah. for you. Anyway. Anyways, um, but Reed, they leave, and Reed makes the comment. Well, I've been knitting this scarf for days, months. I can't remember. I what he says days, days which days, I yes. So, but anyways, <laughs> his costume's actually pretty pretty good representation of the Fourth Doctor. However, the scarf that you took a long time is nothing like the Fourth Doctor's. If you're gonna spend days knitting a scarf, at least knit it correctly. Thank you. <laughs> that was anti-reedslaining with Laura. Get it together, Reed. Yeah. If you enjoy the show, you might also enjoy our other shows on PartyApocalypse.com, As the Myth Turns, The Fourth Wall, and Friendables in their entirety. You can also stream new episodes of Cabin in the Woods with friends of the show Donna Kenzie and producer Mac Boyle. Hey, Mac Boyle. What? And The Hollow Deck is Broken, also with producer Mac Boyle. Hey, Mac Boyle. Okay. <laughs> Back to the episode. <laughs> Okay, so I'm like, listen, I, Will needs to retire, and I am so sorry, Will, <laughs> but at this point, you've been blown up multiple times. <laughs> but also, JJ clearly needs to be fighting bad guys. Right, like, mm-hmm. I think at this of point. Of the two of them, we know which one needs to be Right, like, mm-hmm. and like, they, like, they literally, like, hey, this is not your hero moment, Will, or whatever, you know, like, just be the, the guy, you know, because he has to, like, drive to the house, like, this is not your hero moment, and I think that was so on the nose, be like, Will, like, maybe because he was already offering to quit the force mm-hmm. you know one time so I was like hey maybe just be a stay at home dad mm-hmm. you know like because your your wife 
is a fucking badass. And apparently she's bomb-proof, so... And yeah. you might not be. <laughs> so it might literally be safer for you to take up another job, like maybe find a shelving position at your local library. And that's relatively safe. Very few bombs historically in libraries. Uh, so that's one of my predictions is that Will is eventually going to go like, you know what, babe, I love you. Um, I'm done with being shot or blown up. Or kicked. Or both. Or shot. <laughs> or blown up. Or how many times has this happened to me? <laughs> I did notice in Hit and Run, I think you guys alluded to it before, but I didn't see it until this moment. Uh, what the fuck is up with uh, Rossi and Aaron? Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> I was like, listen, she just got out of fucking rehab, you creep. Rossi! <laughs> I, okay, here's the thing. Rossi! Rossi! Rossi has a very special place in my heart. I love Rossi. I He's do. a dog. Yes! <laughs> a dog! He, uh, yeah. he was like, congratulations, Aaron, you're clean. Would you like to celebrate with my dick? Apparently. <laughs> <laughs> he's, 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 he's like, dude. He's like, company. <laughs> you mean this guy. <laughs> so anyway, that's going to be a thing right up until I, I, I so here's the thing. And then the I, little Freudian thing where he's like, it was a cigar festival. You know it was. It was a cigar <laughs> festival. Gotcha. So I'm still uncertain of the whole, like, Aaron Strauss, Aaron Hotchner interplay kind of thing. Because mm -hmm. I think at some point, like, I, I actually was wondering in this season when she has to go to rehab, I was like, oh, is this the, is this how Hotchner gets, like, especially because he has that setup with, with Beth, where now, like, he has, he's a, he's a much nicer dude. <laughs> when he's happy mm. as as are most people I yeah. mean, very few people are better when they're sad yeah. um, but yeah he is a sourpuss until he meets her and then he's like actually giggling and shit mm. um, which I'm like oh shit I forgot you're actually kind of like a handsome dude because <laughs> otherwise you're just sort of like Mr. Grumpy Pants all the time <laughs> so, so severe I, so I really thought that when she had to go to rehab that that was going to be the start of like the transition of like haha you need to leave mm -hmm. <laughs> like for the actor mm -hmm. so now that she's she's back I'm like still not uncertain but I still I still feel like there's something there I feel like maybe Strauss is gonna fuck up like royally mm -hmm. and then Hotchner will have to leave the BAU to like go fix it mm. is my thought you're just really ready for Thomas Gibson to leave the show every time we have predictions I, you're like this is the season that Hotch is gonna leave he's gonna leave this season Hotch is no more I, like, I only know a few things about Criminal Minds and I know that Hotch leaves and eventually Derek does and I'm not ready to emotionally address Derek leaving Penelope mm. so I'm like putting it all on Hotch <laughs> Listen, Matt, you're speaking loudly with your eyeballs. Don't you look at us in that tone. Yeah. yeah. He can leave. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I do now like the added addition of the variable of Rossi. Because mm -hmm. uh, maybe Rossi's dick will also somehow get Aaron fired. And I think that would be hilarious to watch. She becomes his fourth wife. And yeah. <laughs> I mean, because, like, isn't and she Rossi his is boss? king of the FBI. I mean, this is, this is, she is his boss. Mm -hmm. No! Like, that, that's, I mean, like, I'm, I'm okay with it from, like, an adult perspective, but, like, from a, com like, from, you can't date your underling. Rossi, that's a big no-no. Rossi don't care. No, I, I know Rossi don't care. And honestly, from, like, again, adult 
consenting adult perspective, I also don't care. But just sort of like, I know the FBI is going to be like, oh, wait, no. Oh, what? They've got to fill out some forms, I think. There's there's a whole slew of forms that they're going to have to Mm -hmm. fill out. Especially now that Reed and Garcia both are like, what? Yeah. Yeah. I think Garcia was like, what? And Reed was like, hey, that's a coincidence. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, yep, let's not look at that too hard. Okay, okay. (laughs) Garcia's like, I'm going to have to give you the talk, don't I? The what talk? <laughs> I'm really good at talks. Garcia is gonna go back to her office and set up some sort of digital tracker to pinpoint all the times where Strauss and Rossi like, are in the same place mm-hmm. at the same time. Like that Twitter Credit guy with the Elon Musk uh, jet or whatever. Yep. <laughs> she runs that. <laughs> Alternatively, I don't think this will happen, but I do. I do like. There's so many characters, and I'm like, man, I hope you like. You're on the BAU, and it sucks that I think they're doing this with Emily, and I don't want them to do this with Emily because I love her and I love Patrick Brewster, and I want to put my eyes on her every single day for the rest of my life. Anyway, let's not talk about that. Just your eyes. Just mm, listen. I know I <laughs> consent matters, and I don't think I stand a chance in hell. Um, <laughs> I want some of these guys. Like I'm like, don't kill them off. Don't. And don't make them, like, tank their careers and leave in a fit of peak or whatever. Like, some some of these people, I'm like, what if, what if you were happy? Right. <laughs> what like if you, you want if them to just, like, choose like, to hey, do something else this and is, move on? I feel like mm-hmm. I've done a lot, and there's obviously more that I can do, but I'm going to open a bakery now. <laughs> like, it's something. Yeah. But could they ever be happy knowing that there's a new serial killer every week? Mm. See, I think mm. some of them wouldn't be able to have, but I think... I think that new serial killer would find them at their bakery and they would somehow mm-hmm. get involved again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Damn it. Nope, that's right. Yeah. Uh, but then that's just a guest star episode. Next season. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't want Not Garcia, exactly. I don't want Garcia <laughs> to leave and I don't want JJ to leave and I don't want Emily to leave. I don't want Reed to leave, but also I'm like, Reed, I I really respect your Sherlock Holmes things, but like, if you also want to go off and be like, I think I'm going to open a bakery. I'd be like, yeah, I'm down for it. Like, you you don't need to be put in danger anymore. If Reed, <laughs> if Reed opened a side business, it would be like a bookstore. It oh, would, God, It yeah. wouldn't be a bakery. I don't yeah, think yeah, that's true. That's true. Ross and it would, it would only be like old literature. Oh, yeah. Oh, he would have the full Good Omens Azrafel hours of, like, you don't know what the hours are because it's just a warehouse of stories books, mm. but it's cheaper to have a business license than a warehouse license. Mm. So he purposely tries to make them unsellable <laughs> as possible. <laughs> That's literally the plot of Good Omens. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, I am a little bit like, how'd you sleep down? Because I want him just to be a dad with Jack. Mm. And I'm afraid every single time we open up a new season. I'm like, is this the one where he gets shot? <laughs> I'm like, don't. Where Jack kill- gets shot? Or no, Aaron Hotchner. I, mean- I was like, don't leave Jack an orphan. But for the love of God, Aaron could go open a bakery. He can learn how to bake or something. His yeah. brother His brother is a, was his a chef. Was, yeah, maybe he goes and he works at the, the restaurant mm-hmm. with his brother. Like, I want him to raise. Jack is so cute, and I need him to have his father. <laughs> Jack is becoming such a good little actor. Yeah. yeah. He's getting better. It's cute. I'm... Can Beth say too? And he's like, can she? <laughs> and she's like, can she? <laughs> I fucking love Beth. I have a question, just because I may have spaced out over the course of the season and possibly missed bits of it. Mm-hmm. Is Hotchner lying to Beth about his job? Mm-mm. 
Because didn't he tell her he, like, worked for the State Department, which I'm sure technically he does, but I don't remember him actually No, I think he, he, no, he says, he, he, she asks, if, when she first approaches, he doesn't know who she is. Right. And she's like, hey, agent. And he's like, oh, I work for the State Department. Right. And she's like, well, I know you're an agent because of da 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 Okay. And then as they start dating, like, it doesn't ever, it's never explicitly where he's like, also, I'm in the BAU, but, like, she knows. And they, okay. like, they discuss okay. it. He's not, like, lying to her about mm-hmm. his job. And yeah. And just like, I just can't come home. Not because of a serial killer. It's something else totally mm, yeah. okay okay so she's yeah i think because i think it's like when he's not she, starting a new relationship on a lot yeah no, he, no, no. okay he's really vague when she first comes up because yeah she's like kind of like random attack. Yeah, yeah. yeah and he's like man sense. i get i get hunted by a lot of serial killers so i need to but be also careful like hot girl take a chance and uh see if you can impress her with your agent status yeah <laughs> yeah because i think they were discussing it when they were doing the bike ride and she was like oh yeah. no are you gonna be able to come back for it and he's like it depends on how long it takes for me to finish this case. Like, mm-hmm. like yeah. it, it really kind of depends on how fast we can solve it. So, like, at that point, she kind of knows there's some detective work okay. happening. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. No, I think he's actually being really honest with her this time. Which well, that's is good. really good. He doesn't need to doesn't need to start a new relationship on a lie. Right. I, I will say, though, that Aaron Hoster isn't really a liar. No, yeah. he's really not. I just didn't know if there was some sort of, like... He could feel guarded because of what happened to Haley mm-hmm. and, like, mm-hmm. how much his job bled into the destruction of his marriage yeah. and then the destruction of his family, mm-hmm. like, physically. So I can see him being cautious in that regard, but, like, yeah, yeah but he, he's not really a liar. Yeah, so. even, like... I don't see him, like, trying to pretend that he's, like, a desk agent and mm-hmm. never goes out in the field right. or something like yeah. that. Like, yeah. even yeah. when he is in the field and he's, like, interrogating, because he, he doesn't do, he doesn't do a lot of in- interrogations on his own. Yeah. Um, like, usually it's Prentice or Morgan. Sometimes it's Rossi and then David and JJ, everyone's mom. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But for the, for the most part, Aaron doesn't really get in there. He does a lot of observing. Yeah. But when he does, he's very honest. Like, mm-hmm. he's not... When Prentice goes in, like, she's she's playing her part every single time. Like, oh, she's yeah. got her role, whatever yeah. it is that she's doing. But when Aaron goes in, he's always very frank. Yes. Yeah. He's Which, like, this is can, how it's gonna go down. <laughs> can we, can we, for a moment, I think it's in the company, talk about er- Emily and JJ <laughs> going in to interrogate mm, the guy yeah. and, like, Full telling him to, like, shush. Be like, like, the, uh, ladies, are the t- ladies are talking. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The You're not in this. Now. <laughs> <laughs> like, those two were having so much fun in that moment. Right? Oh, my God. Was, okay, so speaking of Gemily, um, <laughs> let's go back. Um, <laughs> Emily walking around the outside of the dance floor mm-hmm. at the wedding. <laughs> And looking at JJ, because you know, she's like, yeah, she's looking, she's, she clearly glances at everybody, but then she like stares at JJ dancing with Will, and I was like, can you get more, like, longing? <laughs> I know I'm a lesbian. <laughs> and we, we had a thing, but like, I get this is better for him, he, that's the father of her child, and I want her to be happy, because I love her so much, <laughs> that I'm willing to let her go. She needed to I dance just, with JJ at some point. Like, like, I just <laughs> wish... That it was me in that suit. <laughs> I would so rock those pants. <laughs> I mm, I just need them to be together. <laughs> I I like to think that they're in like a little polycule thing going on. Yeah. Um. I don't like to think that Emily is like pining, like alone. You know. Yeah. I feel like it's reciprocated. It's just I think Emily. I think you're right. Emily's just like I. I wish I was getting married. Yeah. <laughs> to them. Yeah. Right now. Both of them. Both of them. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah. I can see that. I can see that. I, uh... Like, I don't want anything to happen to Will at all. But at the same time, I'm like, man... If it does. (laughs) Emily's just gonna (sighs) jump right in. Yeah. yeah, She's like... Like, I got this. I got you, JJ. Yeah. (laughs) You're safe. (laughs) (laughs) Especially because, like, JJ was Cheeto breath on the Wordle thing. Yeah. (laughs) It's like I played a lot of online Scrabble with this lady named... Or this chick named Cheeto breath. And then just, like, JJ, you're like, Cheetos! (laughs) (laughs) I... Yeah. I don't know if if um we're really close on time, but we're probably gonna go over because I still have a lot I want to talk about. I think that maybe you guys didn't like this season as much because some of the plot was lacking in a yeah. lot of the episodes. I liked all the but character moments. This yeah, I would say yeah. this season has one of the best or the most amount of like side character moments. Yeah. yeah. Like, we learned a lot about the characters this season yeah. and their arcs and like We got to see them on their days off. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and this season had a really good track record for bringing things from previous seasons back. Mm-hmm. Like when they get blown up in Hit and Run, Rossi tells um Aaron and he points to the correct ear too. He goes, get that ear checked out. Yeah. yeah. And that's like like they don't really ever mention that. Yeah. He doesn't say time. why. He just mm-hmm. is like, hey, mm-hmm. do that. Yeah, get that ear checked out. Yeah. yeah. And um and then they bring up Carl Buford Morgan Yep. Assaulter yep. several times, mm-hmm. and then the the Cindy thing, his his cousin, mm-hmm. like they bring that back. I felt like they did a really good job of like staying true to they the their, show and the history. They have their continuity bible open mm-hmm. on this season, yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I do, I do want, I did want to point out though, just like very here, throw it in at the end. Um, sometimes when they deliver the profile, they'll be like, "Look at people recently re- uh, released from institutions." They're just gonna have Garcia do that. <laughs> yeah. like, why are they telling the cops? Like, right? <laughs> How would we know? Oh, we're we're no, at right. the we're at the point in the show, um, and I think we hit it a season or two back where it's. It's going to be very formulaic. Mm-hmm. It's time to deliver the profile, and they're going to say that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They're not going to just be in a room talking. They're going to say it's Usually. time to deliver the profile. Yes. I would say like 90% of the time. Every once in a while they will, like where the, the setup is different or something. Yeah. I can't remember what episode it was. But they're going to tell the cops, like, here's what you look for. Mm-hmm. Here's what you got to do. Yes, Garcia's going to do it anyways. But the next step is that the FBI team is just going to solve the case for them anyway. Yes. Mm-hmm. So just hang so, tight. Yeah, yeah. We let got me, you, Bru. Let me tell you what we're going to do for you. Mm. <laughs> like, like you guys, you be out there canvassing we're and looking, we're going to go actually find the guy. We're looking for a white male, 30 to 40s. You don't have to take notes. We'll handle this. We're looking for a white male. <laughs> we are looking. <laughs> this, is, this is really just an update to yeah, what's yeah. going on in this room this over here. This is a five-minute <laughs> meeting. Okay. But then they don't know. Update them. It always happens later in the field when they're like, maybe the profile's wrong. But then they don't go back to no. the cops and tell them no. that it's different. No, no. They're just like, let's just get we'll handle it. Can from you imagine guys. like these these poor assholes are like knocking on doors going like FBI dudes told me to look for this, so I'm going through and like meanwhile they're like three profiles later. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh yeah. it turns out we were wrong. It's really this. They just send an email update. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, oh hey, by the way, we caught the guy, we updated the profile right, yeah, mid yeah. Yeah. Mid capture. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, the cops are like, I spent four hours knocking on people's doors. Do you know how long it took them to get through Mrs. Smith's like tea and cat service? I had a pet, all of her, all of she's got 12. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yep. I want that guy in an episode. <laughs> <laughs> just like, it's just like, you just see him, he clocks in, he's like, 
walks in, he goes to his day, and then he just, like, and then the FBI's there, whatever, and he's like, oh, I gotta take my notes, okay, yeah. And they're like, okay, we're looking for white male, okay. <laughs> and just, just kidding, it's a black female. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> he just, like, starts knocking on doors and stuff, and it's a really long day montage, and then so finally he goes back. what you is a Lower Decks episode. I do! But for Criminal Minds. Okay, yes! but the, the, the beat cop who's just, like, pulling people over that fit a profile, and it, he's wrong every single time. But I want, I want Agent Anderson in on that episode, too, though. I, yeah, I have mentioned Agent Anderson a few times, and I know you guys don't really give a shit about him, but I love He's, Agent Anderson. I am noticing more and more, because I'm yes, like, oh my god, it's Agent Anderson! It's the dude! It's the dude with the stuff! And every once in a while, he'll pop in a frame, and he'll be like, hey, there's a call on for, from Interpol for you. And yeah, and always like, like, Anderson! <laughs> Like, me, me and Anderson, we go way back. We're good buds. We go way back to season one when Elle got shot. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Uh, yeah. Well, thanks for listening. Um, guys, we're going to come back um, in two weeks with part one of season eight. Woo! Yeah! We're working our way through it. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, once we're done with next season, we'll be officially halfway. Nice. Hooray! Yeah. So Which is far. not bad. Yeah, yeah, so far. Which is not bad, because it's only taken us a year. So We, just, we can't say the same for Star Trek. <laughs> that is true. That is true, my friend. <laughs> See you next time. Bye! Bye! I've got enough pony points to board a horse.